Hello, I'm Marcus. Thanks very much for tuning in. This is very much a series for people who might be interested in the startup business world. So that's anybody who perhaps is interested in starting a business, has started one, and we will be talking about that life and all the the good things and the bad things that come with it and hopefully interviewing some interesting guests along the way. So thanks for joining and stay tuned. So I've been cancelled, or at least my business got cancelled and removed from social media. And that's why I'm sitting in front of you today doing this new podcast that's going to be documenting the journey, documenting my journey uh, into my business, COTU. This is sort of version 2.0 because we're actually now two years into the journey and an awful lot has has, has happened up until this point and, and taken place. So. Uh, we won't get into absolutely everything today, but um, th- this show is really just for anybody who has ever thought about starting a business or has started a business, is in the middle of launching uh, an e-commerce store or has an e-commerce store. And for those of you who are in a similar situation running a business uh, and will know how lonely and difficult it is because it's really fucking hard. Like I I talk about this a lot, but honestly, um, if you know, you know, um, and if you don't know uh, and and you want to get involved, then, you know, you'll find out. But um, I I kind of find myself on this um, very exciting, but very, lonely journey. Uh, and certainly I've not found a channel where anybody is really sharing kind of the truth of what's going on with it. I mean, you see all this kind of stuff on, on online where, you know, all these guys are bigging themselves up or talking about, you know, how many millions they're making or, you know, how fucking brilliant they are. Um, but you don't see, or at least I haven't seen uh, a huge amount of people really being quite matter of fact and truthful. So I'm hoping that in some way, uh, I might be able to help other people who are either on the journey or considering starting. So if that's you, then this is for you. And um, I really hope you enjoy it. Just a little bit of background uh, about me. My first job genuinely ever, believe it or not, I was a children's television presenter. I know, mad. Um, I then went and trained in musical theatre at the, I want to say prestigious, but I'm not sure, uh, Guildford School of Acting. And then I was an actor for, uh, I don't know, six, seven, eight years. And um, I was on quite a few TV shows, did a little bit of movies. I was that guy, you know, when you're like watching the... So I did some good shows, but I was the guy that, you know, if it's like Doctor Who, I'm the guy that walks in and hands him the spanner. Or if it's like, I don't know, James Bond, I'm probably the guy getting shot. But, you know, I I, I did a little bit of this and that. Um, and um, I, I love my time doing that. And then uh, I decided that uh, starting businesses was for me. So um, I started a business called Husk. It's in the food industry. We sell bar snacks to um, the premium on trade. That's hotels, pubs and bars and um, it's been a bit of a disaster to be honest with you. Uh, but, um, it took me a long time to, to get anywhere, um, in, in business and, um, <laughs> by no means 
any kind of uh, big success story at this stage. But um, I- I've learned a lot in the kind of nearly 10 years that I've been kind of hustling, I suppose. Um, and uh, we got to COVID and I had wanted to start a new uh, business for a long time. So I kind of looked at the business I was running, thought about all the things that I didn't like about it, the things that I would change if I was to start a new business. Uh, COVID hit and uh, <clears throat> that got me onto uh, doing my new business, CO2U. So some of you might be here because you know the um, uh, that you know the product, uh, you might use it. We're two years in. I I love sparkling water. It's my go-to when I go to uh, restaurants, uh, anything. Cause, I mean, obviously you're not eat, uh, drinking, uh, you know, a fizzy drink that's full of calories. So there's the benefit of that. And believe you me, I don't need any more calories. The less calories, the better where I'm concerned. Um, and uh, yeah, suddenly my, uh, my wonderful partner, Hannah, bought home a, uh, I don't want to say the word of what it is because... I've been embroiled in a, a pretty nasty um, uh, legal battle with the company, but it sounds like odor and ends like eem, and it's a machine uh, that makes uh, sparkling water in your home. So I was a big fan of, of this brand and, and, and their machines. Uh, deep down, I suppose I, I still am in, in, in many ways, but we'll, we'll come on to why I'm being a bit funny about them um, in, in a minute. But the machines work using a, a gas cylinder like this and I needed to get some more and I joined this uh, gas refill program that they offer. But they sent the gas uh, to your home. But then when you were done with it, you had to find a way to get it back to them. And it was clunky and heavy um, and they had made you put deposits on the cylinders and all this kind of thing. And I just thought I can do this better and this is going to be the thing that I'm going to do. So two years ago I, I set about uh doing just that and um it's kind of taken off in, in a way that sounds a bit silly but almost beyond my wildest dreams in in some respects because it's just really blown up um i launched the the uh what, what i'm calling our refill program and it's quite simple uh we send you the gas for your machine you use it when you're done we send more and we collect the empty cylinders on the doorstep and give you the full ones so that you never have to leave your house um uh, rather than having to deal with these empty cylinders and it works within the circular economy so um the sort of the idea has really worked and i i just believed there would be a lot of people that would would want this service and um for once in my life i was right and um i launched it in may uh, 2021, uh, with the kind of hoping that I'd get uh, like a thousand subscribers over a year that would use this service. But within three weeks, I got 870 something, shut it down because I didn't have the money to supply, uh, the growth. Um, and then uh, took on investment, uh, relaunched it at the start of 2022, uh, ran it for five months, build it to 5,000, shut it down again. Cause I didn't have the money to, uh, to, 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 to service the demand. Um, and here we are in, where are we now? July, 2023. Uh, since that time, uh, we've built our own factory. We've got capacity for 7 million cylinders a year, um, taken on more investment. Um, and we're, there's all kinds of stuff going on. We've got uh, deals with uh, corporate companies that we're launching. Um, we're moving into the EU. So, uh, there's a lot of stuff happening um, and I'm hoping that 
I will be able to open up <clears throat> quite a bit and tell you guys about my journey because the way I've just talked to you about it then makes it sound like it's all just, you know, gone swimmingly well and it's been easy and, you know, it's, you know, a really positive thing, but it has been extremely challenging. There's been lots of things I've had to, to lots of barriers that I've had to get past, um, lots of things that I've gone terribly wrong, uh, plenty of times where I've just run out of money um, and not, not known what to do. Uh, you know, we, <laughs> I remember the first Christmas we had, I think I had something like 600 customers waiting for their gas for Christmas day and the container got in and we, we devanned it um, on the, on the evening of the 22nd or the 23rd and managed to get them out for people on Christmas Eve. I mean, there's looking back on it, um, a lot of struggles, uh, you know, originally I was getting other people to, uh, fill the cylinders for us. It was very expensive, very difficult. There's, there's a lot, there's a lot to work, uh, uh, to get through, but I guess the idea behind this is to, to kind of, I would like to update everyone each week, uh, kind of with what's going on and talk about the good and the bad and then you know uh, hear back from people see what their experiences are I'm sure a lot of you out there are using you know Shopify uh, you know Amazon Seller Central Zero, A2X all these kinds of things and you know I'm hoping to share a little bit about you know how I've used these platforms and what's working for me and what's not working for me in the hope that you know you guys might learn something and maybe I'll learn something from from you I'd actually haven't haven't taken on any employees for this business. It was a very conscious choice, um, but I do have twenty people working for me with me within the business. Some of them full time, some of them um, kind of you know even even down to like one or two days a, a month. But I took on a a load of guys to help me with uh, social PR, creating content all this stuff. And I decided that this year was the year. This was the year we were going to go big on social baby. And then this was when we got cancelled. It was an extraordinary moment. And um, I share this with you because I think it's really important that people hear that this can happen to anybody. You know, what happened to me can absolutely happen to you. And so I share this story with you, I guess, slightly as a warning, but also just because it's not being talked about and it's, it's, it's really important. If you create something or you disrupt something or do anything that could take away business from big corporate companies, they can get your voice off the internet. And I've seen this happen to lots of different businesses, not just on Meta, which is what happened to us, but also I've seen people have their Amazon seller central accounts pulled, people's YouTube pulled. There's, there's a lot of this stuff uh, going on. And I never for once thought uh, that it would happen to me. And that actually the, the business that I had built my business sort of from that had kind of inspired me would turn out to be a, a, a bunch of bullies, basically, um, and that I would bear the brunt of that and, uh, and, and get bullied. And that's what happened. I, I woke up one Saturday morning and I had an email from Meta saying that our adverts had been pulled down. And very quickly after that, uh, we lost access to our Instagram and our Facebook page. And then the whole lot just disappeared. Now, um, we were pulled down by SodaStream. 
SodaStream, who I said I wouldn't mention at the start, is the market leader for this uh, um, for, for this industry. They'd um, claimed that we had violated their trademark, which we hadn't done. And I knew I hadn't done it. I'd be very careful about how I'd use their name. Uh, it's fine for us to let people know that our cylinders are compatible with their machines. And as far as I could tell, I'd done nothing wrong. So I tried to sort it out myself for a couple of weeks because I didn't really want to pay for and involve expensive lawyers. But in the end, um, I just thought I'm not having it. So I, I, I hired some, some excellent lawyers. Um, but after uh, considerable expense, unnecessary expense really um, on our part um, sort of writing backwards and forwards and some pretty nasty and aggressive letters, I have to say, um, we, uh, were able to get them to write to Meta and tell them that they sort of withdrew the um, w- withdrew their complaint, provided that the the advert was taken down. Now, this advert at the time, it had three and a half thousand likes, over two and a half thousand comments. It had gone viral; it had blown up. You don't see that many uh, Facebook ads, or I haven't seen that many Facebook ads that get that much attention. So, I'd really built the business off the back of it, and that's gone. And I'm not getting that back. That's not coming back. So. It's been a, a, a tough pill to swallow and um, I was bitter for a while, you know, and I still, I probably st- still am a little bit bitter, but it just has kind of, I don't know, it's launched something inside of me that just made me think, you know what, when I do get back online and, and I have got a voice and I can put something out there, I'm going to put something out there. I'm not going to have someone silencing me again and... um so here I am telling my story and, and sharing it with you. And I think that there are so many of us now, particularly uh, like solopreneurs is kind of how I call myself doing this journey on my own, lonely, kind of in this really difficult uh, business where sometimes on the on the surface, like I can see how people look and they go, wow, you know, it's amazing what you've achieved or, you know, it looks like such a great success and this and that, but they're not seeing all the really because all the tough bits of it, because and anybody who's ever done this or has run a business of any kind will know that it's like eighty percent very very not negative, but it's difficult. Ten percent okay, and then you have these moments where you win, and it's those moments where you win, like it's that kind of um, what's the movie with Will Smith? Paul, help me out here. Um, happiness. Was Shoot it? of happiness. Yes, uh, you get a couple of those uh, those little moments. And that's kind of what it's all about, I guess. But um, yeah, we got cancelled. I'm back. I'm here. And it's the reason really why I'm sitting in front of a microphone talking to you all. I want to share with you these kinds of experiences. I want to hear back from you. If you've had similar experiences yourselves, um, let's talk about it. Let's, let's, let's raise awareness about this ridiculous thing because it, it has to stop. And you know what? Meta has to decide. Is it a platform for the people or is it a platform for big corporations? It should be a platform for everybody, big corporations and people. But it feels very much to me like it's a platform for the big corporations and not for the people. And that's really, really sad. Big corporates, they don't need any more help. You know, we need help. And, you know, entrepreneurs are generally fixing a problem, making things better, making things greener, generally making the world a better place. So support them. It's hard. 
Don't make it more difficult by <laughs> trying to shut us down or helping these big corporates to shut us down. Um, that doesn't help anybody. So to summarise, to wrap this up, um, we've talked about me getting cancelled, why I started the business, a little bit about the business. Coming up, um, I want to involve as many different people as I can uh, in this. So if you have an experience that you'd like to share, please let me know. If you want to come on the show, um, please let me know because, you know, we'd love to have you on. I'm going to have, um, I've got a little uh, book of contacts of various people I've met over the last 20 years that I'm going to try and convince to come here and sit and talk to me and share their experiences with you, which I think will be fun. We'll listen to other people's journeys, other entrepreneurs. We'll find out about their businesses and what's working and what's not working and sharing things that people don't normally share. So if that's the sort of thing that interests you, then uh, stay tuned. That was the first podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Please share with your friends, like, subscribe, and tell us in the comments what you thought and also what you'd like to see coming up in the future. And we will see you on the next one.